Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So, what's What's your weird story? story? Hello, Weirdsville. Thank you for joining us. It is the What's Your Weird Story podcast, your weekly podcast of true, actual, satisfactual, real weird stories by the people who experienced them. And uh, with me is Barry Johnson, one of your hosts who's always with me. I am here, Adam Beebe, always your other host. Barry, how are you? Good. Ready for a weird time, you know? Yes, ready indeed. For, ready for a weird uh, time. We've, uh, we've got one of those for you for sure today. Oh, definitely. Uh, I wanted to, at this point, uh, if you're new to the podcast or if you're uh, a listener who's been with us for the long haul, um, I wanted to explain how we do some of the things here on the show, if you don't mind, Barry. Oh, that'd be great, yeah. So, um, obviously, we when we interview somebody, we, we set up a schedule, you know, we set up a time, and uh, we just uh, basically, you know, we just chit-chat for a tiny bit before we start recording, and uh, just to break the ice, say, hey, how are you, where you're from, all that stuff, um, you know, what's your favorite color, your favorite car, Um Then we get to recording, we hear the stories, and that's where we start here, and we talk, and, you know, we we react, and all that stuff, you know, you'll hear it in shortly, just how we do it, a prime example of how we do things. Uh, And then, of course, uh, Barry and I, um, then, you know, because we tag team on all of this, uh, we start tag teaming the edit, and uh, we decide um, on a title for the episode when we load it up and distribute it. Uh, out to the world and how we pick those titles is uh, we take a line or a phrase or something that somebody said during the interview that maybe it was funny, maybe it was peculiar, maybe it was just, you know, interesting. And we use that as the title for the episode. And uh, I had to explain this to uh, last week's guest, Eleanor, um, why we, why we picked uh children's paranormal romance as the title <laughs> because uh because it know, was it was a ridiculous antidote that we were yeah 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 discussing yeah and, yeah and and you know and she's like i don't i don't you know i hope because i don't want people to think that's what i write you know i write romance and or paranormal romance and i write children's and you know all that stuff but i was like no 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 what we do is we find a line that's you know we find that suits the you know the theme or catches the eye or is funny right. or something right you Click, know clickbait it, if you will if you will yeah yeah, yeah. intriguing and uh, and I said and sometimes you know it's funny and it's usually it's something uh, I picked that one because uh, it was a funny saying because it was you know I kind of was being a uh, joking on myself making the fool of myself for asking about 
the genre uh, children's yeah. paranormal. <laughs> there's always there's always going to be a tongue in cheek quality to what we do, be, just because yeah. it's who we are as people, man. You know what I mean? It's like we like to find fu- the humor and the fun in in a story, and sometimes it may throw people for a loop. Like, what does this have to do with anything yeah. that that is supposed to be discussed on the podcast? So it's fun, and uh, we have fun with it, man. And um, and we always enjoy talking to guests and and getting into their world and and um, you know, getting to know people and it, we've gotten to know a lot of people throughout this you know journey that we've been on and it's been a lot of fun and we kind of found that early on using these like fun uh, titles for uh, for shows certainly helps you know kind of get eyes on on what we're doing. And, and let's face it in this world that we live in, there's so many podcasts. So if you have, if you have something that is kind of original and, uh, you know, at times pokes fun at you and I, um, which yeah. we, we often do like your art is great. is a great example because it's like, you know, we're just poking fun and just, you know, making ourselves look sometimes really ridiculous. Just absolutely. Just for the fun of it. I think that's what it should be, and I think that's what life should be, and, and that's kind of um, – you can't take our personalities out of the podcast, you know? Um, no, no. And, and you know, and, and making um, – you know, making fun of ourselves and, and just ridiculous of life and everything and then yeah. our own selves are silly and ridiculous we are um, – you know, I mean, that's a, you know, self-deprecating humor is a sign of, uh, I think, great intelligence and sophistication. Hey, I'll go with and, that. And uh, <laughs> also, you know, and, and also a the mark of an, of an uh, excellent lover. Hey, um, I'll go with that. Know, I'll go I've, with uh, that. I've, 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 as I've, I've read. Yeah, um, yeah, of course. Or something, you know. But uh, <clears throat> anyway, that's just one of the ways we do things here because it's one of the ways – you know how we do things we're we try to be a little bit different like Barry said we try to be unique in our approach and with you know all of the ways we do it here and that's why we have it as our our show's more of a conversation and a hangout uh rather than you know a straight interview uh what happened when did it happen how did it happen what yeah. color did it happen yeah uh, uh, yeah i don't know you know but it's also just how we are. We like to talk. We like to hear stories. We like to share stories. And uh, this is, you know, and that's why we love doing this for you guys and with you guys. Yeah. Uh, because we get to talk to you and hear your great stories. That's true. And uh, we get to hear a pretty wild one today. It's uh, really mm-hmm. interesting. Uh, we have Brittany, our friend Brittany on, and she got in touch with us and, and wanted to kind of discuss what her life is like. And, um, her relationship to really to animals. And it's quite interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Brittany has a special ability to communicate with animals and to connect with animals and not just living animals. Um, And we've definitely not really spoken to anybody like her before um, who's had this kind of ability and has these kind of stories. And it's really um, as pet owners, uh, that Barry and I are, um, it was really special, really interesting, and um, definitely unique. So we hope that you enjoy. Brittany, thank you very much for joining us. What's your weird story? 
Well, hello, and thanks for having me. So I'm an animal communicator, and I do energy work. Oh, cool. And uh, personally, I don't think it's weird, but um, it's definitely unique to a lot of people. Yeah. And uh, I, I, can't, I can't do technology, but I can talk to an animal for you. <laughs> That's great. That's great. That is awesome. <laughs> and so... Um, the reason I became an animal communicator is because of my my angel. She was a dog. And mm-hmm. I when it was time for her to transition, I was introduced to two animal communicators. And they relayed messages. And I didn't even know it was such a thing. And um, it was so painful to lose mm-hmm. my dog. And it's like, you know what? I'm going to learn how to talk to animals because this is awesome. And even though it's painful when my animals tell me that, um, they, their mission's complete and they need assistance, I can hear their wishes and I can fulfill them. Wow. And there's, there's no what ifs, you know, did I do everything that was Mm. possible for them? Um, was it really their time to go? And I actually, um, recently, at the end of February, um, I had to euthanize one of my cat babies. Mm-hmm. And out, out of the blue, um, the last Wednesday of the month, he was just very sick late that night. And when I connected, um, he said, my time is near. And he said, I'm going to need help because as painful as it is for you to lose me, it's very difficult for me to leave you. And just like we're having a conversation, if I don't understand you'll correct me and you'll explain it. And so I was waiting for that correction. I was praying it was coming and it wasn't. Mm. And so the next day, thankfully, um, I was able to get him at 10, get him in for a vet appointment at 10 in the morning. And, um, so he requested that my son was there. And like, I was just so, so distraught that that I I couldn't even get my son up and um, get him ready and put him on the bus. Like it was just like, it was too much. And um, so I explained to my son that um, Mo was very old and his, his body was shutting down and causing pain and he needed help Mm. to walk out of his body to heaven. And so he was very brave and, um, obviously it was difficult for him. And so what we would do is we would invite Mo to come lie on his chest because our animals, even though they transition out of the physical body, they're still here with us. They're still alive and well. And, um, so that's how he grieved and I was falling apart. Like I just couldn't keep it together. And, um, He's been with us for three years, but he was about 18. Mm. Yeah. So I made plans on Friday, the last Friday of the month, to just grieve for the next two weeks. And it didn't matter if I didn't get anything done because I, I wasn't going to be able to either. Yeah. Anyway. And so anyways, out of the blue, he gave me this exercise. And after an hour and a half, that devastation that you feel to the very core of your being, like, how are you going to go on without your baby? It was gone. And wow. it was just replaced with lightness. Wow. And, you know, um, I guess I've been sharing so, my story so much that I'm able to like kind of keep the crying at bay, but I mean, it's still, I'm still sad he's gone. Mm. And I, you know, it's, it's challenging to discuss. Um, 
but he like our animals they don't want us to feel guilt they don't want us to um spend so much time grieving them sure and they started a journey with us and they want us to continue and they choose their life they choose their path however because they're such unconditionally loving beings they're here to assist us to heal and manifest our dreams and so there, there's some people and it can be on an unconscious level they feel like if they stop grieving they're going to use, lose that connection mm-hmm. they may feel betrayal but if if someone can let go of all that you can have a deeper connection with your animals on a whole new level because they're still here with you mm-hmm. and yes it's so painful not to have them in the physical so um, most technique was using your voice and so um, I created a program so that people and animals can heal their, their deep trauma I, I've experienced a lot of trauma in my life and um, I, I'm trained in different modalities I, I've tried so many programs and I even worked one on one with healers and nothing worked and it's like I have to heal like somehow and mm-hmm. so I've been a- I've been able to access my past lives and other people's and animals as well for a while but I didn't know how to clear it until the last year I discovered that if you take a deep breath in you're accessing the subconscious and so I sat for like a month and a half and you know my that technique it wasn't very good but it works and I shifted more in a month and a half of of clearing my past lives than I did with all that other stuff. Wow. Trying everyone's programs because like everything I tried was short term. Mm-hmm. And I mean like they were powerful healers. I mean they were popular, but I couldn't shift my trauma. And um so now with my new technique and you know like with my first technique you're working with your subconscious and your inner child and they're only gonna they're they're all about keeping you safe and they're only gonna share what they feel safe sharing. So maybe mm-hmm. a lifetime that was a hundred years ago. Now with my new technique, we go through the back door straight to the origins and the origins are usually thousands of years ago. Like if you think way back in time, mm-hmm. there's a good chance that you've had a lifetime. And so we really get to the root of the problem and it expedites the healing. And so, um, all my techniques, I try on myself to um, understand at a deeper level. I can ask questions to the beings of light and the Akashic records, and then I know how to explain it. And so I've been practicing his technique on me. You know, I just need like a little bit of information, and I'm very curious. So I just um, I keep going. And so like you're um, you're using your voice to release the grief at a cellular level. And because it was so fresh, I was able to release it in an hour and a half. Mm. And so now I'm utilizing um, the exercise to release stuck emotions in your body. Mm. Because when you experience trauma, the emotions will get stuck in different mm. areas of your body or, or many areas of your body. And that's what causes pain. And um, I'm clairvoyant. So when I did a body journey, I was taken to my knees in fear from... Um, when I was a toddler and also a past life. 
and I could, and that's, that wasn't the, the core belief. We're all about going to the core belief and, you know, the subconscious. So that was a result of the core belief. And also, you know, it's a safety mechanism, you know, isn't it, wouldn't it feel better to say, Oh, there's fear of the unknown. And that's, what's holding you back rather than you feel like you're unlovable or you're a failure or you're a mistake. And I could see the frequencies like radiating throughout my body and out into the cosmos. So if you have um, past lives running in the background and then you have like the frequencies of fear, anger, um, unlovable, love causes pain, it's going to be really challenging to step into your your power and manifest your dreams. Mm. And so um, I I received an activation this will sound crazy, but, um, anyways, uh, so that I can hold space for others and bring in light codes. I am working with the beings of light and they're assisting, but because I'm in the physical realm with others, it's, um, it assists them. So their body doesn't get overwhelmed. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Like you're, a surrogate energy yeah source or something something to dissipate the energy a little bit for the person yes okay and like when i when i began um learning the akashic records you know i discovered i was already reading them i just didn't know it on a conscious level Mm -hmm. um i discovered like my animals are from my home planet and that they're gatekeepers for ancient knowledge. Mm. And so most technique was like the last piece of the puzzle for my program so that we can really release all those past lives that are holding people and animals back and the stuck emotions in the body. And I'm going to be utilizing his exercise to anchor in like the new intentions of like confidence, empowerment, peace and happiness, and also people's dreams. Mm-hmm. Because just like we were radiating the negative frequency, now we can radiate the frequency of what we desire. And so my goal for this year is to manifest the people and the resources to open non-kill healing ranches internationally. And I can utilize um, this program to assist like the abused and forgotten souls that have lost all hope so that they can heal and fulfill their purpose because it's really time that we stop defining who we are by our traumas and fears and step into our power and help others. So do you have any questions? And then I'll go on to my dog who's reincarnated four times. <laughs> how, well, yeah. Yeah. Um, how did you first discover all of this, uh, your, your lives and th- what set you on this path? Like, you know, what was the, fr- the step that got you to where you are? Okay. So I had had an angel reading and, um, like my intuition had opened at that point mm-hmm. and it's like, I'm going to give it a try, but I was always taken to the past. I, I could not tell the future for nothing. Like now that I've, um, trained in the Akashic records, it was like, the, the past lives were interesting and I'm, I'm easily bored. So I would just do it for fun. Would you like to hear a really weird past life? Like, oh yeah. I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was surprised. So <clears throat> I was talking to my friend and she was asking about her friend 
And so anyways, I started accessing the past life and my friend was pregnant and, um, her friend was like a witch and she killed her and took her baby to experiment on her. And so like, I'm relaying this past life and I'm like coughing. It's like, it's like, I must be in this lifetime. What's going on? And so I was my friend's sister and we were both pregnant at the same time. And this witch, she had placed her hand on my chest and that's how she killed me. Like she just pulled the essence out. And she also had cursed me because, um, like I, my intuition was strong in that lifetime. And, uh, she took my baby and was, um, was practicing her witchcraft on both of them. Wow. And like, I didn't even know that was like possible. And so as soon as I like accessed it, I stopped coughing. So like sometimes you can have these physical reactions when these mm-hmm. past lives are coming up. And, um, so it's like, wow, this is so interesting. I'm just going to do this for fun. <laughs> so you add you access these past lives through like a meditative practice or something, or how, how, how do you explain that? Like, how do you do that? I'm, I'm curious. I, I'd like to know more about that. So, I don't like meditate or any of that. I feel like it blocks me because I'm like sitting there waiting for the answer. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I can be do uh, I can be doing other things. I mean, obviously, if I'm working with someone, I'm not going to be off, you know, multitasking. But like right. when I work with myself, I like if I'm doing chores, it's like I need to get this done, and then I can sit down. So let's just go ahead and access this, so I'm not wasting time. I got so, you. Yeah. Um, I always have my eyes open. I normally have my eyes open and it usually takes me a couple of minutes. Um, sometimes there may be an aspect of the person that does, does not want to share. So it'll take me like a few more minutes, but you know, I have to like chat with that aspect, but, um, I don't know. I just find it very easy. Yeah. Wow. Um, what are the, would you say the Akashu, the records, the, the Akashic, Akashic records. What, what is this now? Could you explain a little bit more about that? So it's a book of life. And so every thought, deed, action, your lifetimes are recorded in this. And you can access like future possibilities, steps you should be taking to um, accomplish your dreams. So we, we speak to the masters, teachers, and loved ones, and um, you can ask anything. Cool. I don't think I've ever heard that before. I don't know why, but I, yeah, I've heard of I yeah I've heard people talk of it before. So okay, I'm not familiar with it. But yeah, it's uh, it, and that, and uh, yeah, it's the uh, like a, the book of life and uh, and all of everything. I guess kind of yeah. Cool. So yeah, that's cool. Barry, what do you think that people find the most far-fetched? Ghost stories or aliens as being the more unbelievable? I would say aliens. 
You know, I would agree with that probably too, because I think with Ghost, there's a part of the belief system that is abound throughout the world, and we want to have some kind of assurance of some form of life after death. Mm-hmm. Whereas with aliens, it's unknown for sure. It's mm-hmm. completely unknown. We have only our imagination. We don't have a lot of universal stories that we agree upon that these things exist, maybe. To believe in aliens is to believe that we are not the sole existence of this world, which goes against a lot of belief systems. It definitely does. But you know, the great thing about what we're doing here is we are open to all your stories about ghosts or aliens or anything in between or anything outside of. We're not here to judge. We're here to just talk and to share. And we don't want you to think you're crazy because you're not. You have a little bit, you have some medium um, abilities with humans also, not just pets, right? Is that accurate? Um, I've done it a couple of times. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're talking about like people that have crossed. Yeah. Or yes. Yes. Correct. I've done it a couple of times, okay. but uh, I really haven't gone in that direction. Okay. Gotcha. But you're not, but you, your ability is not just limited to speaking to animals that have passed that you can speak to the one now. That's right. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's what I was picking up. I just wanted to make sure we got that clear for everybody. Cool, so. cool. Awesome. Who, who, which animals are, this, and this may sound silly and I don't mean it to be, but which animal are the most talkative, most chatty? Or does it? Well, are they kind of different, you know, individuals, I suppose? They're individuals just like people, and they're in charge. <laughs> like, I got one here that she's in question. charge. Yeah, it's a question. They don't, and they're they're actually in charge of our lives. Like mm. they really are. They're they're so intelligent. They see the larger picture, and they know where you're going, and they're going to assist you to get there in whatever form that looks. Like. Yeah, I was just we were talking um, a couple of podcasts ago about death and things like that. And, um, I was just saying, I, I, you know, I hope, I hope that when I pass that, you know, my, my, my animals that we've, you know, we've seen go on to the other side are, are there to greet me, you know, cause, uh, you know, they're, they're just such a big part of our family. Absolutely. And they will be. Yeah. I think so. And, uh, you, you can connect with them now. Like you don't have to wait. Right. Yeah, I try to as much as I can have have good relationships with them. Per, as odd as it sounds, personable relationships. Yeah. That, you know what I mean? Like a real relationship. Yeah, I, I, I treat my cats like they're, you know, like they're people, like they're bad roommates, basically. <laughs> kind of, you know, that's what the cats are bad, like. Bad oh, roommates. they are, man. Yeah. <laughs> they just eat food, and they, you know, they they run around crazy, and then, um, you know, they'll hang out with you when you like. I've got one that likes to hang out with me. Um, one 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 of my little girls, she sleeps in the crook of my arm just about every night, and the other one is she thinks she's the boss, and uh, but uh, you know, I guess she, and I don't know, kind of is, but 
I keep telling her that I'm the daddy, I'm the boss, but you know, <laughs> she's got a big personality for a little kitty. So, oh yeah, they do have big personalities, and they they understand when you talk to them. Oh yeah, they hear they hear your thoughts, they feel your emotions. So. Yeah, whenever I, I, I'm more likely to say hi to a dog than I am, a, or a cat than I am to a person. If I see them on the street or out in the public, I, you know, and I, as part of uh, delivering, I run into dogs quite a bit. And I always try to be like, you know, talk nice to them and, you know, let them know I'm friendly. Um, but they'll still sometimes, you know, they they don't like that, getting the stranger coming around. So. Great. I hear you. Yeah. And, and that's great that you speak so much to them. Mm. That's awesome. Because I, a lot of people are like, you know, a dog. Yeah. They don't hear us. Some, yeah. some people think they don't have a soul, and that's so wrong. All dogs go to heaven, you know. Uh, cats are, you know, dubious. So <laughs> <laughs> Cats will be there, too. I hope so, at least. <laughs> so this is really fan- fascinating yeah because we've not really talked to anybody who's had a, a uh a, with um reincarnations has had you know at least knowledgeably about reincarnations and b not somebody we really haven't had anybody who's really been able to you know communicate with the animals and in the, in the magnitude that you are and that's it's I don't it's really it's it is it's it's weird for the fact that it's not, you know, the norm, the usual kind of story you hear. But it's really it's really cool because it just, you know, it reaffirms that, you know, how much the animals are. Any stop it. Sorry. <laughs> how much our animals are part of our lives. Yeah. And how any family member wants you to not. You know, gr- you know, grieving them for a while is okay. That's natural, but not to linger on that. They don't want you to linger on. They want you to continue living and enjoying life. Yeah. And you know, and and by when you're done by letting go of that grief, you are, you know, you are like moving on. But you're not going. You're not forgetting. Right. That person. You're not forgetting that animal. Right. And you know, it's like I'm coming up onto the. Um, twenty eighth year that my dad passed away, oh. and you know, I mean, I still remember my dad, and I still love my dad, and I've, you know, I've grieved, you know, and there are times that I'm, still, I'm like, man, I wish I could talk to my dad, you know, yeah. help me figure out what's going on here, um, but I know that he's moved on to definitely a better place where his spirit and his energy and everything has gone to where that he's not suffering and he's, you know, and, and, and probably very much watching over me and probably, you know, I know that there's a quite a few years that he was probably, you know, shaking his head, being probably angry at me for being wild and whatnot, but, (laughs) but that's another story. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry for your loss. It's so painful. Yep. Yeah, that's why I I know that I I made my cats promise that they're never gonna die, so <laughs> that I won't really have to go through this because I never had I, I really didn't have pets when I was growing up, and then um, 
I got these. I got I got talked into these cats because I'm a softie, and uh, they you know and they they changed my life. They saved me. They've just been such an emotional benefit and mental health benefit. Even when they frustrate me and do things that I'm angry about, they're still you know they're my they're my babies. They are my you know they're my they are my family. That's who I've got. You know so. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. And, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. No, no, no. I, I was just going to say that the suffering part of, uh, you know, having to deal with, you know, when, when that start, when you start to get down to the end with animals, it's one of the hardest things to watch because, um, you know, like I had a recent, you know, oh gosh, last year. Uh, or so I had a, uh, he was 15 as a male, uh, boxer. He, he lived to about 15, a little over 15 years old, which is really old for a boxer. But, uh, God, toward the end, man, he was just having such a hard time. And it's like, I just couldn't, I, I was kind of in denial. I didn't, I didn't want to have to make the decision, you know, but it was like, I just one day, you know, after ta- I had to physically carry him outside, you know, for him to be able to use the bathroom, you know, he'd wake up every morning just in a a puddle of his own urine. And it was just like, you know, I, it's like, I got to do it, you know, yeah. and, and just because, yeah, it's not fair to him, you know, have to deal with that. And that's hard. That's, that's, um, man. But you don't want them to suffer. You don't want them to go on and suffer. And I, I just couldn't do it. You know, I couldn't do it anymore. So I had to, I had to make the decision to to put him down. But that's, you know, I think anybody that gets, anybody that has a, a space in their heart for animals, you just, mm-hmm. you accept that. That's just a part of owning an animal. That at a certain point, you know, they're going to have to go, and all you can do is enjoy the time you got with them. You know. Absolutely. I'm sorry for your loss. Well, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. They were, yeah, they're a part of our family. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's just, uh, it's funny because when we were kids, kind of wasn't that way growing up in the seventies and eighties, like the whole, like dogs becoming family members has been within our lifetime, our lifetime. Um, I can remember I had an aunt and uncle who had a dog that they would like, feed with a fork and <laughs> we thought they were just we're like these people are crazy you know yeah. <laughs> um but and then you find yourself turning into yeah those you're like here <laughs> yeah i'm giving i'm feeding my my uh, dogs and cats with forks but uh no i'm kidding but um no it's true i mean you know we've really in this country anyway we've really embraced animals and um and uh yeah we're no exception to the rule for sure Absolutely. And um, because I know how it feels to have messages relayed to me compared mm-hmm. to when I hear my animals, I actually assist people to hear their animals. And um, I also connect them with their animals that have transitioned. Mm-hmm. And uh, usually people see them. And they, they can hug them. They can ask them questions. I also assist people to um, connect with departed loved ones. And um, next week the, on the 15th, my first day at the launch, I'm going to assist the group to communicate with their animals. Cool. That's cool. Anyone that would like to join and do that, you're welcome. 
That's great. Yep. And how uh, how can they find you? What how do they get a hold of you and your you know that for more information and then help? So if they go to livingmiracles.com, livingmiraclessanctuary.com. Okay. There's a link to the launch. And um, so the second day we're going to do a deep chakra cleanse with, with sacred fire. So I learned how to do this by connecting with a former aspect of myself. And she like taught me how to um, use the fire to cleanse the chakras and the body. So um, that was really interesting. So that's possible as well. And then um, Thursday, we I'm going to guide the group to access the past life with their animals. Well, one, one animal, maybe your other animals are there. And mm. then on day, on Friday, we're going to um, utilize most technique to start clearing accordingly. So what I'm is going the, to so keep, can you go into a little bit yeah. of detail about that? What is what is that about? The, the core belief. Yeah, clearing okay. the whole the whole idea of clearing. Okay, so um, I do breath work. You know, there's like round of nine and three. So um, there there's like scripts I've channeled that will. It's like instructions for okay. the body. Okay, different. Um, systems to like clear out the past life so we do like nine and three so um when i now that i'm working with a group like everything i would do energetically is downloaded into energetic crystals and seashells because they have their own frequency to assist the healing to go deeper mm -hmm. and so there's like a location script and like different areas of your body through the timelines and then um, there's script one and two. So script one, um, it's instructions on how to clear the past life with the breath work. So I would have you take a deep breath in and hold. And I would state, I release all emotional blocks with positive and negative with script one. Everything it entails now. Exhale three deep breaths in and out. So the three deep breaths between the statements is releasing like all the little stuff that we don't want to look for. You know, we're focusing on the big and... Um, like the core. And so, and then we, we, we rewrite that story and we program it into the sub subconscious and through the timeline. So it's no longer impact negatively impacting the present. Okay. And then, um, most technique is utilizing your voice and, um, we, we're always working with the beings of light, um, of light, and, uh, you know, I love like the unicorns and fairies, so they're all welcome. And, um, so a big part of it is while we're all working energetically and, um, assisting behind the scenes, people are using their voice to clear it. And then we're going to, um, and so that's like clearing the core beliefs. So a lot of people like they discuss like, oh, I have fear of moving forward of the unknown, or I'm very angry, or I just don't have the confidence to fulfill my purpose or follow that dream, right? Those are not core beliefs. Those are a result. Mm -hmm. So a core belief is like, I'm a mistake. Okay. So, um, you know, like maybe 
your parents didn't want you. And mm-hmm. I believe our parents like love us, but they're trying to overcome their trauma mm-hmm. and survive. And so, um, you know, maybe you feel like you're a mistake. Maybe you feel like a failure. And I think a lot of people might object to that. It's like, oh, I don't feel like that. But if you take a minute to think about that, if you didn't feel like a failure or if you had fear of success, wouldn't you be out chasing your dreams and uh, fulfilling them? Yeah. Well, yeah, it gets very, it gets very complicated, doesn't it? Really? Because it's like, if you drill, if you start drilling down, it's, it's those things that either drive you to push forward or drive you into the dirt. You know, right. it's like, and who knows? I mean, yeah, that, that, that is, um, all the things that make up the mental state of people is it's, it's everything you're about. It's everything you know and don't know about, mm-hmm. you know, sort of simmering there, telling you who you are, telling you what you were, what you're going to be. And Sometimes ignorance is bliss, <laughs> but you can only live so long in that, yeah, in that state. You know, as you get older, you start accumulating data, and that's part of the problem. Also, as you start hanging on, you start getting bitter. You know, you start getting that chip on your shoulder. I used to wonder why why old people were so angry all the time, and partly is because they're in pain, but partly because they've seen a thing or two. Yeah, and. The thing is, is like, um, like when you turn a certain age or you, you experience a certain situation, it can really trigger a past life mm. and just like really bring it to the forefront. Yeah. Because like, like, yeah, like you said, trauma is, we carry our trauma with us regardless. And yes. it, it, it manifests in, in all sorts of different ways. And, you know, that's, you know, that's, that also informs a part of who we are. Right. I'm sorry. I had to plug in my phone. Oh, you're fine. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> so we're looking for a little help from our friends. We need you, our loyal listeners, to help us spread the word about the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Just go to your current podcast provider, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Podbean, YouTube. We're just about everywhere. Hit the subscribe button, download the podcast, give us a thumbs up, hit the like button, give us the highest rating you can, and give us a review. The What's Your Weird Story podcast is a community effort. Without our friends and listeners, it wouldn't be possible to do what we do. So please, help us out by spreading the word. Let me ask you, so do you think that your pets get, like, do you think that we've had relationships with our pets in past lives, like with the same pets, or what is your thought on that? Do you have any thoughts on that? Is that a crazy question? No, absolutely. If you have a strong bond, then I would say that you've been together before. Okay. And um, so... My angel that opened the path to animal communications, she's reincarnated with me four times. And so 
animals, they have their own path, but because they love us so much, they want to assist us. And so she would come at pivotal times. And I asked her, I was like, why do you keep leaving me? And she said that because she's in a higher realm, she can bring these higher frequencies and bring like the momentum and the quick shifts. Mm. And there's always changes when she comes. And so um, I was in the process of taking my animal animal communication course and this cat just appeared out of nowhere. Like I, I didn't. I didn't even see it. <laughs> I was trying to get the groceries of my son in. And he was like, look, mom. And there was this beautiful gray and black striped cat purring at his legs. And so, you know, obviously I'm going to practice my communication. And so as soon as I stopped trying, he told me he was angel returned. I was like, no, you're not. Like we said goodbye and you're not angel. And I believed in reincarnation for people, but I didn't know it. I didn't know anything about animals. Mm-hmm. And so... You know, part of the reason he came was to teach me about reincarnation of animals. Also, um, you know, I've heard people say that, like, they adopted an animal and they and that animal had, like, um, the similar personality and qualities to an animal that had transitioned. Mm-hmm. So that's possible. But my, when my angel is returned, she's had, like, different personalities because she's, like, assisting me. She wanted me to be adventurous and step into my power like she was, but I hadn't, I hadn't cleared my trauma. I couldn't do that. I couldn't do it at the time. And I mean, like I was hearing the messages from the animals, no problem, but, um, I was in a space where I had no self-esteem and it's like, Oh, this was amazing, but I don't know that it's going to be amazing next time. And so that really held me back. And, uh, so I did not step into my power and she gave me a wake up call. She was only three. Well, she was male at that time. But, uh, so anyways, I gave her food, him, and he was famished and I took him in. He made himself at home and he continued to tell me throughout the night he was angel. And, you know, I was like, no, you're not. (laughs) And so I took him to the vet and, uh, there was no chip. He needed to be neutered. And I took him to class and they confirmed he was angel. And so because I didn't step into my power, he gave me a wake up call. I mean, animals are amazing manifestors. And he was only three. And all of a sudden he was sick. And I took him to the vet and they said it had been a long term issue. His kidneys were um, shutting down. Mm. He had an enlarged bladder. And so my options were admit him to the hospital and they would see if they could help him. And if he did survive, he would have to remain inside on a special diet. He loved going outside. And so, and I reached out to animal communicator. She didn't respond. I mean, it was last minute. And so he had set things up. So I had to trust our communication. And I asked him <clears throat> and he told me his mission was complete. So no, I didn't listen. I didn't step into my power after that. I, I wasn't ready. And so um, I sat down to say goodbye and I asked him, I was like, why do I have to keep euthanizing you? This like breaks my heart. Mm. And he reached out his paw and he said, mom, I'm here and I love you. And he's like, thank you for being so brave. This is so hard for me to leave you. And so that was the second time. And last year he returned as a baby bird, a wild baby bird that my son found. And, um, 
Like this bird was so young that you could see through her skin and her eyes were closed. Mm. And I like, just because you adopt an animal, it doesn't mean that your animals reincarnated. It's something you have to ask and discover. I mean, like I didn't know right off the bat, I was freaked out. I've never taken care of a bird. And so, um, I actually thought she was dead and I gently touched her. She was still alive. So I took her inside and, um, you know, I sent, I sent my son out with a glass of water. I'm like, go find some worms. But um, thankfully, just wet dog food is fine. So I fed her. I put her on a heating pad, and I thought she was going to die. And, you know, she started breathing, looking normal. And so I sent some healing energy, and I asked her purpose for being there because I believe if an animal crosses your path, they have a message or they're they're here to assist you with something. And <clears throat> she said she was here to initiate a new path. And, um, you know, I discovered she was angel in the conversation. Also, um, <clears throat> part of the reason she was there was she wanted me to let go of outcomes. I have so many outcomes about everything. And um, <clears throat> so she was with us for nine days. And my life definitely started shifting after that. <clears throat> Sorry. So last November, she magically came. <laughs> I have, well, before Mo left, I had four cats and a dog. So the last, my last intention was to adopt any more animals. So anyways, she magically appeared and her identity was top secret for two weeks because she did not want to be named Angel for the fourth time. Her name's Mystique. <laughs> I know. E even as a male cat, her name was Angel because I'm so excited. And so her name's Mystique. And also, she wanted me to see her for who she truly was because all these other parts she played, it was to move me along my path. Now, our animals, they will be our mirrors, and they will assist us with carrying our emotional and physical baggage because they want to help us. And when we first started our journey, she was she was my mirror. Like, she was terrified of life and people just like me. And so um, that's one way animals assist us. It's wow. all about moving us forward. That's amazing. Yeah, I think that it's um, it's like what 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 is the relationship between humans and animals? And it's like, um, just very raw animalistic sort of uh, understanding that you have of one another to a certain degree. Being able to communicate, you know, that. You know, like being being sick and having, you know, a dog or cat come lay down by you, you know, like they can often sense those things. It's it's always really fascinated me for sure. I've always been really, I grew up with um, dogs, so um, only recently have we got a, a cat. And um, although I've lived with a cat before, had a roommate that had one, but. I always liked cats, but I was always like super allergic to them. But now, you know, once I, I built up my immune, uh, you know, immunity to them, I'm I'm pretty good now. But uh, they they are 
such unique beings also, just like dogs, you know, they just, uh, they all got their own personality and, you know, they can talk to you, you know, you know what they want. They're very good at telling you what they want. Yes, absolutely. And yes, they're amazing and they do definitely have their own personalities. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say it's it's great. And so just know that if your animal chooses to reincarnate with you, like they know where you're at. It doesn't matter if you change homes or states. They will show up like they know your location or they will set something up that you find them, like whether they're at a shelter. So like when Angel Mystique returned to me, she was adopted a half an hour away from where I live. Mm-hmm. And she was like so mean to this person's cat. And so she gave the cat to the landlord, to my landlord, and to see if um, she would be okay with her animals. My landlord has um, four dogs and two cats. And that didn't work out. I was like, oh, well, you know what? Maybe she'd be okay with it. Maybe she'd like to join us. You know, she couldn't get along with one cat, but she was going to get along with my four cats and a dog. <laughs> and so anyways, man, she was mad. Like she, she let me hold her and pet her and she was fine. And when she saw all my animals, she was furious. She was like just carrying on. So I put her up in the closet so she could observe everyone and feel safe. And um, by the next day, she was just running around. And I asked, so anyways, it had been a long day. I didn't know if I could communicate with her. And she was upset. So I just sent her healing. And she showed me this picture of like being a very playful, fun cat. I was like, okay, what are you, what are you sharing with me? And she's like, this is how I am. But everyone keeps getting ripped giving me they everyone acts like they care about me and then they keep getting rid of me and so anyways during you know i was checking on her throughout the night and um she came down and i sat with her and then i went back to bed because um my one cat and dog i knew they wouldn't hurt her and so she was just like carrying on i'm like what's going on no one's near you no one's going to even come approach you with your behavior and she's like i just need to get this out and so she's just like in the corner like carrying on and uh by the next day she just like made her herself at home she was like sleeping in our bed and running around and so you know your animals may wind up with someone else for a reason but they will make their way to you that's amazing have you ever thought about writing a book or have you written a book oh geez like I'm just launching my business. Let's get a time, Barry. Yeah, you got enough going on, huh? And, and, and I have ranches to manifest. I hate writing. I hate writing. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I would eat a writer. Sure, sure. Well, because there's not, um, like Adam was saying earlier, this is this is, this is is a uh, harder lane to find with, 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 with folks. Like, you know, we've had... Uh, psychic mediums on and stuff, but they're talking to entities that are mostly human, some maybe not so much, but 
to find someone that does like exclusively or more more pets or animals than humans is uh it's uh, it's just not super common so that's why i asked oh i love it it's so much fun that's great <laughs> so interesting <laughs> that's great so how um now that you're sort of putting it out there and getting helping other people um connect with their you know well with their current pets and then maybe maybe the pets pets that they've lost um is that a, a really rewarding part of your life oh absolutely i can imagine because yeah yeah i'm giving the animals a voice and it's also assisting the people. Yeah. Like having that, that deeper understanding. I mean, well, most people, they love their animals and they have like that deep bond, but they've never heard. They've never had a conversation with mm -hmm. them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. It takes it to a whole new level. Oh, that's great. That's great. Um, so again, let us uh, tell tell everybody. Uh, give give your contact information to everybody and how how we can get a hold of you and where we can find you on social media and all that kind of stuff. We'll make sure that everybody has that information. Okay, so I'm not very present on social media. Okay. Just because I'm focusing on like podcasting to get my word out. Okay. And I'm I'm just changing over to a website. So Living Miracle Sanctuary. And that is what I'm going to name my ranches. Because can you imagine like what women, children, and animals are going through in other countries? They're like mm. living miracles. Sure. And I would like for them to have like a safe place that offers like hope and a family. And healing. So that's great. Very cool. That's a great thing you're doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you. You're One welcome. quick question, um, totally off the subject, but um, seeing that you live in, you know, more of a rural area, um, do you ever see any UFOs out there while you're out in the sky? Anything like that? I haven't. Okay. <laughs> I I believe in them, mm -hmm. but I haven't. And and maybe if I if maybe if that was my focus, I would. Yeah. But I I just kind of like connect with them energetically. Um, right. So when it, shortly after Mystique came, and while I was um, in my Ak Akashic Records class, I did connect with um, two. Galactics aliens mm -hmm. that um, they said they were my apprentice apprentices on my on my home planet, mm -hmm. and um, they were they were like up leveling by assisting me to remember like who I am and my gifts. Mm -hmm. And you know, I asked them. I was like, "Where have you been? Like, you have an F minus right now. Like, my life has sucked. <laughs> like, what the hell?" And they're like, well, you set up guidelines and we were not allowed to make contact until this time. That sounds like something I would do. 
they're just they're just being good they're just being good students right. so <laughs> yeah that's great. great that's awesome cool well hey thank you so much for joining mm-hmm. us and uh sharing your your really cool abilities and mm-hmm. you know we hope that you're able to uh continue helping people and 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 doing important work for folks yes absolutely Thank you so much for this opportunity. It was actually it was so much fun. Great, great. Yeah, we enjoyed it too, for sure. Hey, everybody. You're listening to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. You probably knew that already because you're listening or downloaded to the episode off of your iTunes or your Spotify or whatever place you get your podcast from. We want to thank you for listening. We also want to remind you to like us, follow us, subscribe to us, make sure that you get your new podcast episode every week. We'd also like to ask you to rate and review so that we can grow our audience and we can have more friends. We can have more stories. So thanks for listening to What's Your Weird Story. That was, that was really, thank you, Brittany. I should start off always saying thank you to the guest. Thank you, Brittany, for joining us, for for sharing with us. That was really special. Um, Like I said, that's something that we haven't had before. Yeah. It's nice to have that perspective. Mm-hmm. She has, um, I think it's great that she helps people, you know, mm-hmm. and um, and then, you know, oftentimes we have, you know, pets in our lives that go on and that are sort of helping guide us. And I love that idea. I love the yeah. uh, that sentiment. I think I believe in it. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, it goes, it sort of goes in line with other things that we've talked about before, but, you know, people in your life that they pass mm-hmm. and then. You sort of feel them around you or whatever. They're helping there. And um, I, I certainly hope that we live in a space and time where when we do pass away that we're able to to reconnect with the things that, you know, not the things, but the the um, relationships that we've had. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Animal yeah. or human. Um, yeah. That's one of the things that kind of gives me hope. Yeah. Yeah. And if... Uh... If it comes to the to time where, you know, my kitties die, um, I hope they, you know, maybe come back to me in another kitty cat. Um, yeah. It's, you know, we don't talk – people talking about grief and, and not, it, it, that itself is a very – kind of new thing for people to just talk about grieving, you know, cause grieving used to be something that you would just, you know, hold on to keep kind of keep to yourself. Um, yeah. but you were, you know, at one point in time, it was where you would dress in black yeah. and a certain type of dress for, and you would wear that kind of, you know, thing for, you know, a year or however long the, designate a grieving period was, you know, right. when they had to designate a grieving period. And then it got to where it was, you know, the 20th century, really, where we just didn't kind of, we, where we changed our attitudes towards death. Yeah. And uh, we, we, we didn't really embrace it 
in the same way. And we didn't, I guess it wasn't as prominent in our daily lives as it would have been, you know, 150, 200 years ago yeah. when you would have a set morning, you know, that would be a fashion. But like, we don't talk about mourning and grieving as much. We Again, we're doing it more now than we were before. I'm trying to get this out because it's a complicated notion, I think. But you never really give people... Um, the same, you don't give people the same weight of uh, understanding that when a pet passes away, yeah, that you know that the grief of a lost uh, pet can be as much as a friend or a family member. Oh yeah, because the pet is a family member for you yeah. know a lot of people. So yeah, well, so what? I yeah, we've tried That's to a, we've we've tried to play that down for for you know, as long as humans have been alive, you know, but as long as we've had, you know, relationships with animals, which, you know, for as far as we know, has been quite some time in our history over time in this country. Anyway, we've really like, we, we, we love our pets, man. You know, we, 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 we have a relationship with our pets and um, it, it's really as much as human connection is real, you know, human animal connection is very real too. And, and mm-hmm. as far as that goes and, Really, it's a it's just a it's a shortened time span of a of a very intense can be very intense relationship with an animal. And uh, in a lot of ways, it teaches you about life, you know, because you're going to love something that is not usually not going to outlive you. And so you're you're you know, you're that's constantly sort of a playing factor in the deal. Mm -hmm. You know, part of what gives us humans the different reality than animals that we kind of know what time is, or we at least experience time. And, um, you know, not everything gets to experience the same time chronologically that we do, you know, hopefully we live into our later years. I, 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 I certainly don't want to live past the point where I can't take care of myself. That's my only thing. Um, if I can't take care of myself, man, I really don't want to be around, you know, I don't want to be a burden or, um, you know, and, 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 but, you know, throughout your life, you may have, you know, 10 dogs, you know, yeah. uh, it's, yeah. and you're, you're constantly sort of like, you know, saying goodbye to friends, good friends. Yeah. And, um, that's why I say, I hope that we live in a, a time, you know, in, in space where like, we're able to experience that again. It's, it's important. So. Yeah. So yeah, Brittany uh, brought up a lot of uh, deep thought and a lot of you know reflection and uh, you know and, and, and emotions on uh, on dealing with, I don't know, on being having relationships with pets and yeah. uh, with animals in our lives. So so yeah, so thank you. That was really that was awesome and uh, like I said, pretty unique for anything that we really had here. So next week. We have a, a familiar face, uh, most familiar to us because we actually see him during the interview or during the discussion, I should say. Uh, next week returning is our special correspondent, our resident Bigfoot expert, and your voice, voice of the lister, Mr. Jeff Hubbard. Yeah. With some write-ins. Always good to have Hub around, man. Yep. And, man, um, again, with these write-ins... Um, we got from our Facebook post and various uh, people there on Facebook that uh, shared us with us. And um, 
some great discussions, some odd discussions that came out of these stories. And uh, we think you guys will enjoy it. We sure had a lot of fun talking to Jeff and, uh, you know, hearing these stories from, from our uh, listeners. Yeah, absolutely. Always a good time. We, uh, you never know where the conversation is going to go. And uh, so look forward to uh, getting in on that one. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. We got lots of cool stuff coming your way. Lots of good stuff lined up. We got some great interviews that uh, you'll be really thrilled about. But of course, we always want to hear more. So if you uh, got a story, you got a funny story, uh, you got a, uh, a weird story, you know, you've got an adventure story, you've got an epic story, you've got a story of intrigue, family secrets. Uh, I survived or, a, you know, true crime, serial killers, ghosts, UFOs, Bigfoots, cryptids, um, anything, you you know, aliens, angels, demons, poltergeist. <laughs> all of um, it, man. All of it. Yeah, dude. All yeah. of it. Weird, weird, weird is everywhere, man. Weird is everywhere, weird man. Is. <laughs> um, so it's a T-shirt. It's a T-shirt. Yeah, I know. Right. Um, so we want to hear those weird stories. Get a hold of us through social, our social medias, uh, Twitter. I almost said TikTok, but I don't even know how to access that Twitter. It's better that you don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Barely know how to do Twitter. Twitter, Instagram, uh, our Facebook page, and, of course, the uh, our website where you can find all of our episodes for free to listen and download. Um, do rate and review and, uh, you know, uh, give us some hearts and stars and, uh, all whatever else the, 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 the lucky charms that are used for rating systems. Give us a, give us the most and, um, call us on the hotline 513-909-9821. Leave us a message. Tell us the story there. Tell us you love us. If you're a hate listener, I don't know if we have any hate listeners, um, people that just listen to us out of spite, um, which would be very odd at this point. But if you are one of our spite listeners, thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank you for listening or fuck you for listening. Um, whichever does best for you. <laughs> uh, anyway, we'll see you next time here on the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Until then, be safe. Be weird. As always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions. Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating, and spreading the word about the podcast. Thanks for listening. Until next time, be safe. Be weird. Stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun. <laughs> I don't know where. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great.